Hello, everybody. Live from a split location, it's the Ozone. I'm out in Louisiana doing a little of this here uh, on-camera work that I do for a living. And I'm talking with my brother, the Icons, with a World Series conversation. How are you feeling, Astros? I'm feeling great. This is par for the course for us. This is how we play. Yeah, it really is, because the Dodgers didn't hold up their end of the bargain, but that's for another conversation. Let's talk about this World Series. Oh, your team. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) The matchup. The matchup here is epic, and it showed last night in that marathon game. The, uh, the Braves were solar-powered. They got off early and often. And one thing that I'll say about the Houston Astros is, no pun intended, but they catch all the breaks. It's just unbelievable. Charlie Morton is, after settling down after the first inning, he had the same problem in his last start against the Dodgers. He has the same problem most of the time because he's a really good pitcher. And if you don't know, really good pitchers struggle early. It takes them a minute to find their groove. Then they find their groove and usually yeah, to find don't it. get them early. You are in trouble. Now, Charlie Morton deals and gets hit with a bullet by Yuli Gurriel back up the middle. Shook it off like nothing happened, which is unbelievable. Right. Then you come to find out that he fractured his fibula. <laughs> Crazy. And actually, w- was he dealing then? Because he did get hit with a line drive. That means the ball was pitched down the middle and it got hit right back up the middle. Yeah, but that's where the defense was set because this is the the shift times. Was it, which is was crazy. it set for Yuli like that? Is it set for Yuli it like is, that? Because what it ended up happening, if you remember, is it bounced off of him and went over to first base to Freddie Freeman, I do believe, who was the only person on the right side of the field. With nobody after that bullet hit him off of his leg, nobody was going to be able to get that anyway. It's just it's just crazy. No, that he, he was out. They got him. They got him out. That's This is the part that I'm saying. This is why it's crazy that they catch all the breaks. Oh, well, we can't cry over that. Yeah, I guess not, because now – the Astros pitching deficiency may actually be mitigated by the Braves having to figure out how to, to, to find someone to replace Charlie Morton. Well, you can't replace a Charlie Morton overnight. That's like trying to replace Lance McCullers. You know, one of the things I think that the Astros we're going to see that the Astros missing is the key component component is George Springer. I agree. And they're talking about this upcoming off season, so many guys, including Correa and all kind of guys on the Dodgers and so on and so forth, are eligible for free agency and see if these teams retain them. I talked to somebody last night online who listens to the Ozone, and, and I told them, I said, hey, if they're willing to get rid of George Springer, they're willing to get rid of anybody. Yeah, that's the truth, because this guy carried them through the World Series, through the postseason. He was a World Series MVP. I mean, and so now this is where you're going to find out if anybody could step up to the mic, and that anybody should be Kyle Tucker. But I don't think that Kyle Tucker can in the position that he's in in the lineup, you know, because George Springer leads off the game like yeah. Jorge Soler led off the game last night, except he does it consistently. Jorge Soler, sure you're not going to get that consistently, you know. Well, you don't know. You might. Jorge Soler is streaky. And the thing yeah. seems like that I really <laughs> like is that Jorge Soler seems like he was devastated that he couldn't participate in the National League Championship Series. Because that was on him. Yeah. <laughs> he broke he broke rank. He broke protocol. Broke protocol and wasn't vaccinated. And so, but him getting to play again now, he is amped mobile. He is. But, but, you know, you can exploit Jorge Soler. And this is not a knock on him. He just has a few holes in his swing. And if you get the pitcher, the right pitcher, he can exploit him. I wanted to see if Zach Greek is going to pitch this uh, this postseason or in the World Series. Yeah. And if he is, how effective is he going to be? It's going to be hard to see. To me, it's hard to see these 
ragtag group of fugitive starting pitchers that the Astros are putting forth beating an actual squad that gets a an extra batter. Uh, yeah, in, in the, the, the rotation that they have, and they have an actual rotation with the Braves, but they also get an extra batter because that Braves lineup is stacked top to bottom. But 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 it was hard for you to see the Astros getting here, though. So, you know. No, that- it wasn't. No, it wasn't. I actually, I thought, the Rays, I thought the Rays would beat the Astros. I, I never thought the Red Sox were going to beat the Astros, but I thought the Rays were going to beat the Astros because the Red Sox. I don't thought have the, any I thought the right. Well, the Red Sox do have pitching. It's just that it didn't. It wasn't effective against them because they went against their their rotation. Chris Sale, Avaldi, um, Rodriguez. The the Astros literally know how to win in these type of situations. So if they get down the game, it's not the end of the world. Although no. you don't want to get down to don't want to get down the game. I want to see, you know, because they're being pretty effective against Eddie Rosario, which is crucial. So he's in, uh, affecting the game in a different kind of way, which was defensively last night. But if you can contain he some of these other the game guys, offensively as well, though. Yeah, but but they tried they, to get him was, with the same off speed pitch. He got a they knock got him a knock. Line. They got him a knock, which led to the bomb. So yeah, but look at bomb. Yeah. And see, when you go position to position, I actually give the advantage to the Astros. Really? Yeah. Well, because I'll Guru, take Travis uh, Darno over Maldonado. I will do I mean, that. I, I think but I would I not think, take Bregman over Riley. I would not take uh, Dansby over Correa. And uh, we can see you would that, not um, take Bregman over Riley. So you would take Riley? No, over I, no I, I, I would take Bregman over, over Riley. Oh, okay. I would take I would take Altuve over Albies. Although Albies, yeah, because because. Actually, Altuve is one of the all-time home run leaders in postseason history. And then I feel like it's a wash at first base. People don't give Yuli the, the credit as a Freddie Freeman, and that's another story. Yuli looked but bad last night. Yuli did not. Work, he, he made a mistake, but he didn't. Now, hold on a second. <laughs> he did not look bad. <laughs> he made a mistake. No, he didn't look He didn't look bad like Ryan Stanek looked bad rolling all over the field. But <laughs> well, what can you do? A I mean, but then you got, you got Kyle Tucker, and, and uh, you know, you got uh, – we can – it's a wash between Eddie Rosario and over John Patterson. Yes, I sure would. And then I also would. It's a wash to me with Eddie Rosario and Jordan Alvarez. You know, defensively, Eddie Rosario. But is Jordan better, Alvarez but isn't isn't he's not playing defense. Jordan will. He's going to play left field. Yeah, he know? has to. And but I'm, we're talking about in, the, in Houston having the home field advantage. Yeah, but I'm talking about we're matching player for player, pimp to pimp. And then in center field, that's where we have the deficiency because Adam Duvall is definitely better than Chad McCormick. Yeah. Who actually made a nice play last night. But yeah. the Braves, it feels, as though, it feels as though the Braves are playing with the confidence that the Astros couldn't match the intensity last night. It's almost as if the Astros recognize that they don't believe in their starting rotation. Last night, they let Framber down. I don't agree. Framber got beat up a little bit, they let Framber down. And Jose Altuve seemed like his head wasn't really in the game last night. It seemed like he maybe his head was like that in the Boston like series. Yeah. But the, but then he right. has games that that's usually a one game thing for him. And then he focuses back focuses. in and next thing you know he's again batting champion the man. The man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll but, see if that happens. But if we go to the starting rotation, I mean without Charlie Morton it changes the the dynamic a lot. But what we need to address is this softness in the game because one thing that needs to be talked about immediately is how all of these pitchers, players, everybody 
when they're not effective, suddenly they're injured. What in yeah. the hell is going on? Now, you have a cat that's going to start, not the next game. Jose uh, Oricadi starts next game, right? Um, uh-huh. But Luis Garcia, who dealt for the Astros uh, in the closeout game against the Red Sox, had got dug out a couple games before, and suddenly he was hurt. I think it was the mullet. Yeah, whatever <laughs> it is. So what was Max Scherzer's excuse? There's a rush of it. Yeah, Joe no, Kelly, it is. It's he's putting up. He's now listen. He's put in a bad position. He's just starter. He's he's a reliever that's getting put in as a starter. But then when you a starter that out, was a reliever that's now a, a, a starter that was a reliever that's now had to start. Yeah, and he started getting dug out, and then he opted out. And yeah. everybody can use an injury as a way of getting out of a pressure situation which instead of so working weird. their way out of a pressure situation, which is also a reflection in life because when we get Once again. into a pressure situation in life, we don't get to opt out. We don't get to have the trainer come and take us out. So right. we have to learn how to – we're teaching the kids this as well, so we have to show them that you have to work out of tough situations. This is what it's about, not saying, oh, yeah, well, you know what? I, I felt the twinge in my – you know what? Maybe my groin. And then, yeah. like Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer was, was – uh, uh, Said he had, had a dead, dead arm. All of a sudden, and now it looks like we're getting out of this situation. Might get to game seven. Oh, yeah, I think I might be good for game seven. No, dude, I don't need you to go game seven for me either. I wouldn't want him to pitch for me if he couldn't go game six, which is the dead arm. If you had a dead arm before playing baseball, you know that it doesn't leave you in a day. So what's going to be the difference? What's going to be the difference? And and, and Walker Walker Bueller gets a lot of kudos for the way that he stepped up, in my opinion. He showed big time heart. He did. He got dug out. But in all honesty, he got dug out from uh, one bad pitch out of a tremendously professional at bat from Eddie Rosario. He had him 0-2, yeah. and, and Eddie Rosario fouled off nine pitches or whatever. He fouled off tough pitches yeah. until he got until he grooved me. Until he got him one that he can handle, and that's a professional hitter, man. That's the way you do it. Work. Right now, even though I'm watching Eddie Rosario and Jordan Alvarez swing the stick, my favorite hitter in all the postseason right Brandley. now is Michael Brantley. That dude, How did I know? He simplifies the game. Well, that, that is, it is beautiful work up there. If you watch it, beautiful you work. He's got a tr- watch the eye of a diamond cutter. You can't oh, get man, him to swing out the zone, and then you try to bust him up, and then he's down the line. Yeah. Or you go outside. Work. You go outside on the black, and he's just like, oh, no, no. Not, he doesn't even give you a stride, really. Just locks it no. and throws his hands at it and slaps it the other way. That's beautiful hitting. Not worried about the bomb. Just worried about making solid contact. Moving the runners over, driving the runners in, or getting something started. He actually applied pressure last night in a game where the Astros felt out of it from the first inning. But right. he applied pressure a few times by getting on base. And he's showing them. Yeah, he's laying, he's laying a blueprint on how everybody, not just the Astros or the Braves, but everybody in the game should approach and they're back. Whether no, you're what right. we're seeing, now, now, here, now, here's my take, though. Because what we're seeing now is – it's impossible to not bring up the Dodgers when you talk about this, but what we've seen from the Braves, which make me favor the Braves, makes me favor the Braves in this series and going forward in general, is the Braves have shown a willingness to hit against the shift. The Braves are not sold on pulling everything or hitting the ball directly into the shift. When the Dodgers applied the shift, Freddie Freeman led the way, and Freddie Freeman starts slapping the ball to left field, and it got him locked in until he started hitting the ball line drives and hitting bombs again. Then you see Ozzy Albies hitting the ball when he's batting left-handed. They have the heavy shift on. He slaps the ball in the left field. Jock Peterson goes against the shift. Eddie Rosario 
whatever it is, there's serious, serious situations. You know what I mean? Well, Where these guys. But this is exactly how the Astros did it as well against the Boston Red Sox because the Astros went against the shift that the Boston Red Sox had on them. But the and all these Red teams Sox, are I mean, the, the, the Astros played played long ball too. Oh, they didn't really play long ball. Not even Jordan. Jordan. The the Red Sox played long ball. The Astros put the ball in play. We're talking about Michael Brantley, even Jordan Alvarez, Liv Pepper in that left field line, Altuve, all of those guys, Yuli Goriel went to the right side. When you have that shift on, all these guys that have made it to the next level have went against the shift, which should and it's show free the money. analytics department that it doesn't, it doesn't work, work, especially in these situations. Doesn't if work. the guys start taking the game serious. If the shift, it, okay, in general, analytics, I'm not a big fan, but there is a place for them in the game. But analytics like work over a large sample size. It works over 162 games. Analytics does not work over a five and seven game series. That's not how it goes. Well, I you know, think that with the, with the analytics, you have to cherry pick on what part of the data that you're going to use and who yes. you're going to use it against. With the guys who have lack, lack or, uh, or less discipline, then it would work. But with guys like Michael Brantley and Alvarez and even Altuve, who's pull happy and Bregman and those guys, because when the rubber hits meets the road, Freddie those Freeman. guys are going to do what they need to do. They're going to go the right. other way. Ozzy Albi is going to go the other way. Rosario is going to go the other way until he gets something that he can actually pull. But you're not going to literally sit there and go and pull everything just because the analytics department said that you were. It doesn't right. work like that. Right. I agree. So this is the difference in the games right now because last night the Braves actually did more of going against the grain, against, you know, what I like to see, what I, what I saw last night against the Astros what the Astros did was they got Tyler Matzik. I like to see that because they actually touched him up a little bit. They didn't score on him, but they actually showed him that he was vulnerable. It's going to be tonight is a pivotal game, in my opinion. Always tonight game to pivotal. It is because tonight can determine if we could even potentially bring out the brooms as unlikely as that is against the former champion like the Astros. But if the Braves keep steamrolling the way that they are because they keep playing the game the right way. They keep well, they doing have what they need to do. They have it's clear cut that they got at every position. Everybody's believe. confident. They believe. Everybody believes at this point. And it seems like it really helped them out beating the Dodgers. It's almost like the Dodgers were the boogeyman and losing 3-1. Well, they were world year, champions. And they lost 3 they were up 3-1 and then lost that series. To get that yeah, now, off their back seems like a real serious thing for them. And, and the big difference between this year and last year because I feel like the Braves could have beat them last year. One of the biggest things to me Clearly was they were up 3-1. Yeah, but there were no fans. And yes. this is the difference right now. The fans make a big, big difference because you feed off of that energy. You feed off that energy as yourself, as an entertainer, when you go out into the public and people are grabbing and pulling and asking questions or whatever. They take, the, you know, just as much as they take, you can also receive from that. And yep. so when it came down to the, the big games, the Braves didn't have that extra gear that they needed because they needed the fans to push them. You know what I'm saying? And it seems like it, it, it has propelled them. Right. Yeah. And but the bullpen doesn't hurt either. And it was also nice that I'm sure for Braves fans to see Luke Jackson pull himself together. He went out there and had confidence last night because the Dodgers yeah. made him look bad. Well, he they broke his confidence. And not only that, this is game one. I'm not in panic. It's game mode, one. Like it's game said. one. And and everybody except that everybody on the Braves look like they did what they were supposed to do. But I don't really I still have the Astros winning it in seven games. This, these teams are really, really equal. I just give the Astros yeah. the edge for the simple fact is that the Astros have done it before. They have more guys on their team that have done it before, and I think that that's going to be the difference. And the difference is also if 
Altuve shows discipline. He has to show more discipline. He has to tighten Building up. Building wise, he needs, to be the leader. he needs to tighten up and be yes. the leader. Yes. Now, I also need Dusty Baker to get his lineup tighter because I don't need to see Yuli. I don't care who's pitching at the bottom of my lineup. No, Yuli's a big time, big time player. Now, the other piece with that is the reason I favor the Braves is everything you just said, I agree with, except for when we switch to the National League. I think it significantly hurts the defense of the Astros and the, uh, the the potential of the potency of the lineup. And I think that the Braves are much have a much easier fix there than the Astros do. So this is going to, especially when you add in the factor of you're, you're literally leaning on Luis Garcia and Jose uh, Rickety for work. That well, I don't Jose, know is the real deal. Jose, Jose is the real deal. He's the more of the real deal than all of those guys that they had, even more than, than Framber and all those guys. Yeah, I would I would have went with him to start off the series actually, but I understand why Dusty Baker did what he did because Framber looked fantastic last time. He but sure that was did. against that lineup. But that was against, against that undisciplined lineup. Exactly, Framber fell but, in love with his off-speed pitch. <laughs> he fell in love exactly. with that. Well, well, and this is what Jose has when he's coming out tonight with it because he has a great breaking ball with decent velo. So this is going to cause a problem for the Braves because he actually has the, the combo mix that you need to keep the Braves off balance. You know, right. because his, his, his plays everywhere. Framber, I feel like it's just a really just like uh, Luis. Uh, they're really young. So they yes. it, it's not like they could and they haven't got conditioned to taking the pressure. Well, and also because things can't go wrong. You saw it with Framber when – Ozzy Albies hit the ball up the middle, and Jose Altuve took that extra hop to throw him out, and it actually should have been the end of the inning because he hit into the shift, and it was not the end of the inning because Ozzy Albies dug and 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 Jose Altuve beat it out. had a had a slight hesitation, and then so he beat it out. You saw it look like the world, the sky was falling for Framber, and you know that's gonna cry, like, dude. <laughs> yeah, and this is this is the kind of thing when you're younger, you gotta you need to learn how to work through that. Because right. everybody isn't going to play But you the game play with emotional game. guys. Emotional guys can't get over the hump sometimes when things don't go yeah. their way, and then they're and not I effective anymore. I wondered if that was going to happen when Dansby Swanson made that error, and it did yeah. not. Well, it sort of did to me because when I looked at him in his at-bats, his first at-bat was great. He almost got out the park. But then after that, it's, it's like um, because they John Smoltz played it off as if the ball took a wicked hop. It did not. No, that's a double play. That needs to be that a double, a double play. play. It be the end of the inning. Exactly. He took his eye off ball. He tried to – he tried to that's he, it. Hit off his hand, and he didn't have the ball. You got to, you got to yeah. secure the ball, then flip it. I know John Smoltz is a Minter, homer, so AJ, he's gonna play. AJ Minter really, he he buckled down there and was able to recompose himself and got out of the inning with only giving up that one run. Not like now, I don't know if they gave him an error or not, but that should have been a that that lived, that should have been a double play ball. You yeah, can no presume the double play, but that's it was a bullet, and which is but it should have been out. Too. Even if you didn't get a double, it should have been at least one out. out. But it should have been yeah. a double play ball, which uh -huh. keeps the shutout intact. And at that point, he's lucky he didn't break his finger. Determined. He is. And then he had the brain dead moment where the pain from his hand allowed him to allow the runner to take an extra base. Hit the third. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was a really so there has to be an error somewhere. Yeah. That was a really, really dangerous situation. And AJ Mentor was able to call himself. And we saw it with Fran Bravalet is where he was not. Well, I think we're going to come back at him after the game tonight. Hopefully it won't be another four hour game. And uh, and and we'll have a clearer picture of where this puppy is going after tonight. Uh, I want to leave you with a quote from Winston Churchill. And the quote is, success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. 
we're all in this thing together, folks. We have to have the courage to continue despite obstacles and every other critical negative activity that may come in our path. We're in this thing together. I'm your host, Omar Miller. This is an espresso shot of the Ozone. Ozone. Ozone.